Hello, and welcome to the ADHD 365 podcast. I'm your host, Susan Booning. Today's guest is Judy Bass. She is the founder of Bass Educational Services and a certified educational planner. She is a nationally recognized expert in the field of college placement for students with learning differences and attention disorders. This episode is brought to you by the International ADHD Coach Training Center. The International ADHD Coach Training Center is setting a new standard by preparing their graduates to become world-class, confident, certified ADHD life coaches so they can make a living while making a difference. To find out if you have what it takes to become an ADHD life coach in one year, go to www.iactcenter.com. Hello, Judy, and welcome to the ADHD 365 podcast. Well, thank you, Susan, for having me. Why is asking which colleges are best for students with ADHD the wrong question to ask? Well, many, many colleges can be a good match for students with ADHD. The question is, what does that individual student need? Um, There are lists that come out that say these are the best colleges for students with X, with students with learning disabilities, with students with ADHD, but really it's for the individual student to decide. Um, There is no one size fits all for all ADHD students. How does academic accommodation differ from high school and college, between high school and college? Well, the the major difference is in high school, when students have an IEP, they can have a modified curriculum so that they're entitled to an education at their level. In college, it's more about access, that the courses are made accessible to the students, but they don't typically make modifications. So they're going to get accommodations and services. The other difference is that Students need to be the ones to advocate for themselves in college. No one is going to say, here are your accommodations. You need to ask for them. Yes. Can you give us some examples of academic accommodations for college students who have ADHD? Sure. Um, One of the good things is that it's much easier to get accommodations at the college level than in many high schools. That's very important to know. Yes. It, um, there's no battles. There's no fighting. If, if parents have experienced that, they'll find that a relief. Um, in college, if you have proper documentation, then you are entitled to many accommodations, such as extended time, a distraction-reduced setting, uh, note takers that will uh, supplement your notes in the classroom in case you lose focus, Coaches uh, are very important. Many colleges have professional coaches that will meet with students once or twice or even more per week to keep them on task and help them with time management and organization. And in many cases, that's what's needed more than any other accommodation. But they also have audiobooks that they can use uh, with as an accommodation. And the other 
important piece is that they can take a reduced course load and they can also work on getting a balanced schedule so they don't have their classes back to back, that they have a schedule that gives them time in between. And a lot of assistive technology is available to students. So there's a wide range depending on what that individual student needs. How important is it for parents and students to look into the disability department and the various services available while they're searching for a college? It is very important. In fact, to me, that is one of the most important pieces of the college search. I always encourage families to visit the disabilities office on the first visit of a college, because if you don't like the, the setting, the college may not work. I ask them to go in and visit and see if it's in a central location, to see if uh, they feel comfortable, do the people seem welcoming, do they have what that student needs. Um, you often can't go in and ask individual questions on an initial visit about mm -hmm. your support, but you can get a general idea. And that um, more detailed search would come later. But it's very important to know before even applying that this is the college that can support you. What kinds of questions then should they ask when they visit the colleges? There are some, um, often there are colleges that say they do um, have note takers and say they have extended time. But you need to ask, how does it work? Because in some colleges, extended time means that you are sitting in the class with everyone else. And when the class is over, you move to the professor's office to finish your exam. And he might have office hours. So the door might be opening and closing. The phone might be ringing. But you get your extended time. Mm -hmm. You want to ask if they have a distraction-reduced setting for tests. Note-takers are another example. Uh, Note-takers in the way that... I would like to see are anonymous. Uh, the professor requests a note taker from the class, someone volunteers, and that person might be taking notes for four or five students, and it's anonymous. That person mm -hmm. then takes the notes to the disabilities office or the learning center, and all the students who are getting the notes go pick them up anonymously. Unfortunately, wow. some colleges say they have note takers, but what they really mean is that the student finds someone to take notes in the class mm -hmm. for them, and they'll pay for the copying. So that's not a true accommodation. So it's very important to ask, how do these accommodations work? Mm -hmm. If they have coaching, is it professional or peer? Mm -hmm. That's very important for a student with ADHD. It has to be someone who really understands how their brain works mm -hmm. in order to help them. And I'm sure that anonymity factor that you mentioned is very important for a lot of college students with ADHD. Yes, it is. And um, Along those lines, the other thing that's really important for families to know is that receiving accommodations in college does not carry the stigma that it does in many high schools across the country where the students go to a resource room or get pulled out for things. The learning centers are built into the college community. Students are walking into the same building to get to work with a coach or a tutor as their roommate might be for chemistry class. Mm -hmm. So there's not that same going to the resource room mm -hmm. feeling. And so um, what I tell students is all students need help in college. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a tutor at some time. Everyone needs coaching at some time. So you're not 
different than anyone else. We just want to make sure that you're set up for success initially so that if you do need help, you know where to find it. So then what are the barriers to getting appropriate accommodations for college students with ADHD? Well, actually, the good thing is the barrier is is not on the college because the college is very accommodating in many cases. The barrier is the student accessing them. Mm-hmm. The student who has ADHD often does not want to reach out for help. And mm-hmm. what we find is that when they don't reach out for help, they get overwhelmed and then they shut down and then they start missing class and they fall further and further behind. Mm -hmm. If they have someone that they are set up with before they even start college and they know who they're meeting with and that's all set up in place, that's part of their weekly schedule to meet with this person. And that way when they're held accountable, they're more likely to keep up with their work. What are some of the support programs and services a parent or teen should know about? There's a wide range of support available at the college level, and it is very important for families to do their research. Uh, All colleges are required by law to supply accommodations. However, Mm -hmm. some do a much better job and go above and beyond the ADA requirements. We call those support services Mm -hmm. and accommodations. And every student who has documentation is entitled to get them. Some colleges go further than that and have comprehensive support programs. Typically, these are fee-based. Often, they're not much more than you would pay for tutoring during the year. And what you do get then is a designated learning specialist for the student who they can meet with on a regular basis. In many cases, that learning specialists might have access to the student's professors to make sure that things are going well. Um, The student is very well supported. And the goal is independence, not to keep them in that program, but the goal is to ease the transition with a lot of support. And so those comprehensive support programs are offered in a good number of colleges. Um, But that is something that families need to decide how much support their child needs. And my feeling is start with as much as you can possibly get and then wean away from it. What are some ways students with ADHD can provide for themselves in college? Well, the most important is to develop their executive functioning skills. Mm -hmm. Um, If they are in high school, as they're in high school, they should start to become more independent and start to learn how to structure themselves, how to plan, how to manage their time. Because the biggest downfall, of course, is unstructured time Mm -hmm. and not knowing how to manage it. So being accountable is very important. Going to a coach on a weekly basis, meeting with professors when you don't understand something, Um, figuring out how you learn best. Mm -hmm. Maybe study groups are a good way. Um, Looking at colleges in a different way, such as finding colleges that are project-based or that have a lot of internships or have a quarter system where students take fewer courses in more depth for a shorter period of time. And um, what are some of the barriers to success in college for students with ADHD? I would say the biggest barrier is the student herself. Mm-hmm. Um, the students have the ability to seek out help 
and understanding what they need to be successful is very important. A lot of times students with ADHD want the large universities with all the social activities and the rah-rah. And I will often tell them, if you go to a college like that, you might not make it beyond football season. So Mm -hmm. if you're going there for the football team, you have to make sure that you can handle those large lecture classes with 200 students. And it's very difficult. Students with ADHD are much better students in smaller interactive classes where they can Mm -hmm. be engaged in their learning and where the professors are holding them accountable. And they're also more interested. That's very important to know. Can you give us three to five tips or strategies that will help parents and students in seeking a college and getting the appropriate commendations? Sure. As I mentioned, one of the most important things is always visiting the disabilities office when you visit a college. I would say that a lot of families are concerned about that because they think that it's going to hurt them in admissions but it won't. It's, there's no connection. The person in the learning center wants to make help the student become successful. I would also say before committing to any college, once the student has been accepted, the student and the parent should meet with the disabilities office with their documentation, their neuropsych testing, and sit down and discuss the specific accommodations and be sure and get a commitment that the school has what this student needs before they decide to attend. I would also have them make sure that there are professional coaches on staff, Mm -hmm. that they're not peer coaches, Mm -hmm. because that often doesn't work for students with learning differences and students with ADHD. I would also say don't rely on a college's website for all your information. Some of the websites offer Mm -hmm. wonderful information but really they're giving you a general description for all students. Mm -hmm. So if they say we offer this, this, and this, if it's for the general population, there may not be staff members who understand students with ADHD. So it may look good on paper, but when you get there, it's, it's the dean of students who's running the department, and in a general sense it works, but not when you need specific types of coaching. Is there anything you'd like to add that I didn't ask? Um, Yes, I, I do think that it's very important to find a college that fits the student, not trying to find a college that a student likes and fitting the student to the college. Yes. Because that's what often happens. A student says, I want to go to this college. What do I need to do to go there? And the better question is, does this college meet my needs? Mm -hmm. So I suggest that families sit down and make a list of priorities. What, What priorities are important for you as a family, for your student and for the parents? And then when you look at a college, that's the lens with which you look. Um, you want to know if it has the support, but you also want to know if it has the major, if it has the, safety environment that you're looking for, how close it is to home, all of those factors are just as important. You also want to be sure that the culture of the campus is conducive to and accepting of students with all different learning styles. Yes. Even if they offer really, really strong support, if the professors aren't also on board with understanding 
how students learn, the students still not being served well. And one way to do that is to ask what the relationship is with the faculty. Does the faculty come in for workshops? Do they offer tips on the website for faculty to learn about different learning styles? So then it's very important that the college fit the student, not that the student is trying to fit the college. That's right. It's very important to look for colleges that meet the student's learning needs. We want these students to be successful. Students with ADHD have such potential. And often they cannot get into a college that they should be able to do intellectually Mm -hmm. because they don't have the best grades. So they may want to take a, a several tiered approach. They might want to start at a different college with excellent support and then transfer to a college that's more intellectually on their level. So there are a lot of ways to look at it. Uh, One more thing I do want to add is that not every child with ADHD is ready for college right out of high school. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. And if that's the case, there are some wonderful ways to work on executive functioning skills before going to college in what we might call a gap year, uh, transition year. There are lots of methods and ways to do that before attending college so that that student is more prepared as a freshman. What are some of the things then that parents and students should take into account if that gap year or or some sort of an alternative path to college seems more appropriate? What I usually recommend is while you're doing the college search, you also look at some gap year programs Mm -hmm. and some transition programs just so you have a backup in case college is not going to happen. Most of the time I find that students with ADHD do mature enough in that senior year that they are prepared. But some of them get really anxious about it, and it's nice for them to know that no one's going to make them go if they're not ready. Mm -hmm. So knowing that they can go to an internship program, for example, or they can go to a program that might work on their social skills, or a transitional program on a college campus, for example, where they're taking some developmental courses as well as some college courses, but in a much more controlled setting with structure, Mm -hmm. teaching them how to be more independent. So there are many, many options, even a gap program where they're going away on a travel program. Some are more supervised than others, so it has to be one that is well suited. But just being on your own and knowing that you can make decisions for yourself and trust yourself to follow through, wake up in the morning, go where you need to go, bring your belongings that you need to bring. All of these things are learning experiences. Now, I think that that's very important for people to know that there isn't one-size-fits-all path to post-secondary education either. That is correct. Everyone has his or her own path. And where would you suggest that parents and students start looking for these kinds of alternate routes? There are some uh, websites that are uh, gap year uh, programs. There's one gap year fairs. Dot org mm-hmm. um, online, and they come around the country um, and have uh, college fair type programs that you can come in and ask questions. Um, there are local programs um, in every part of the country that are day programs. So that that would be a good starting place. 
You can also look at colleges that have transition programs. And there are educational consultants all over the country Mm -hmm. who work with students with ADHD and also help them find these transition programs. No, that's, that sounds excellent. Well, thank you very much, Judy. This has been wonderful. Thank you very much for having me. The International ADHD Coach Training Center is setting a new standard by preparing their graduates to become world-class, confident, certified ADHD life coaches so they can make a living while making a difference. To find out if you have what it takes to become an ADHD life coach in one year, go to www.iactcenter.com. Thank you for listening to ADHD 365.